The SlimFast 14-Day Effect on your New Year's resolution. Day one, the new year. You want to kick it off with a bang, and you're not just talking about fireworks. Day 14, you're ready to start this year right, looking great and preferably on top. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for slim, fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to six pounds in your first 14 days. Find slim fast in a store near you. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, On the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Courtney Loves Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Courtney Loves Dallas After Show. I love this song. We're preparing. I know. We're getting ready. Courtney versus Tori. Who do you think wins? <laughs> Courtney. Oh, team Courtney, team Tori. <laughs> All right, after buzzers. Thank you so much for joining us for our final. We appreciate the eye of the tiger there just to get Absolutely. this show going. A little longer, a little longer. We got no words yet. No words. All right. Well, thank you guys, like I said, so much for joining us tonight. They're the words. We love Eye of the Tiger. I wish I knew the words. <laughs> I only know the chorus. Not so tough after all. Well... All right, we are here today to talk about the finale episode, Courtney Loves Friendship, of, you know, Courtney Loves Dallas. That's what we're doing here. This is the final. Season one. All All done. All done. I am your host tonight, Courtney Henderson, and here with me, my lovely co-host. Thanks, Courtney. It's Stephanie McGrath. Yes, we are going to just jump right into it today. We are going to start off. Like we were, you know, Eye of the Tigering. We are going to start right off into the drama. Literally where the episode started, which yes. was the two girls continuing on. They're fighting. I mean, they're going at each other. As Courtney was saying, well, Tori was saying, you're the fakest person I know. Yeah. You, what is this, Courtney? I mean, this isn't the real Courtney. I don't know who you are. And then Courtney's throwing back at her. Everything from you're just jealous about, you know, I don't come to your job and ridicule you about what you do. You know, why would you call it ridiculous? I love, I love Tori. What I do isn't ridiculous. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, ooh, cut date there, Tori. She did. As Courtney said, she goes for the jugular. Yeah. And she, she, Courtney also said that Tori didn't fight fair. And, I would love to know what people think about that. Mm. I, what do you think? I, I think it was a pretty fair fight as far as they were both taking low blows. They were both just kind of going on emotions, saying what was coming to mind. And I think kind of like we talked about last week, some of 
some of what Courtney was was saying or defending is maybe something she projects on herself more so than what Tori was projecting on her. I mean, what that's exactly when we were talking about that, and I think when I made that statement last week, saying. I think a lot of Courtney's own insecurities are coming out and she's saying, this is what you're thinking, Tori, or this is what you said. And Tori's like, no, I didn't say that. Yeah. Where are you getting this from? But then Tori And it turns out later say. in the episode, which we can cover when it all comes out, and Courtney's like, actually, maybe I have been. And that's what I think mm-hmm. a lot of it. She, in herself, was thinking, am I being narcissistic? Am I being vain? Actually, that's what she was thinking. Yeah. And yeah. and whether Tori was thinking that or not, she wasn't saying that. No, she didn't say I mean, it. She definitely said some things uh, that would hurt, like, you know, anybody. But at the same time, I mean, it's your 30th birthday. You, She's supposed to be planning it. And how she kind of, they go in the hall because clearly it's awkward for the, the photographer Which and maybe his like, assistant. How is everything going? So, so they move into the hall. So yeah. now they're standing in the hall mm. of a hotel mm. in Dallas. Having this fight, and Tori's out. Just, I'm out. Don't come tonight. And in our predictions last week, you I said... I, I, I mean, I was, I did change, but admittedly, firstly, I said, no, I don't think she will go. And she didn't. Mm. She didn't go. We don't even get to see Tori's birthday. That I'm, I'm a little bit upset about that. I'm, I, and I blame Courtney because had Courtney gone, we would have got to see. <laughs> we would have seen some of the more. birthday. I would have loved to have seen what they ended up doing. Yeah, because Courtney didn't plan anything and then didn't even show up. So I would have liked to have seen that, but there was obviously a lot more that needed to be shown and mm. and some some time apart needed to be had. It looked like. So. I mean, who do you think on that note? Who do you think took the higher ground? By, was it Courtney by not showing up? Or was it by Tori by finishing saying, look, don't come. I don't want you to come. You know, I think that I think is a case by case. And I think Mm. Courtney did the right thing, it looks like, by not going. She knew Tori well enough to know she shouldn't have been there. I mean, if Tori said don't come, she meant it. And... And she didn't go. And, mm. you know, because even, even what, five days later, when they do reconcile, or maybe it's even later than that, but they say that they haven't spoken haven't in five spoken days. Five days. And yeah. they usually talk every day. So at the point that they do reunite, mm. Tori still wasn't ready to see her initially. So I think Courtney knew better, but I think there would definitely be people that if, like, if my best friend came to me and said, don't come, it would only make it worse if I didn't. If I was a no You don't think, which I know some girls were all to blame for this, you don't think there's a little part of Tori saying, well, of course she's going to say don't come, but thinking you wouldn't have the nerve not to come. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you would show up, wouldn't you? And then she I doesn't. Would. I would show. Hmm. I would show. I'd probably, I would, I would probably try to like sneak in and, you know, kind of like be in the background to get a, a sense of if I really should have shown up or not. <laughs> Don't notice me. I'm not here. And Courtney. then, we all know you. And get then, out. yeah, seeing what happened. But, but yeah. she didn't go. And, and it, I mean, Tori didn't say anything. Maybe, maybe they edited that or they didn't ask her, but hmm. she didn't say anything at all about Courtney not going. Yeah. We see as like, as we move on hmm. to Courtney's first day, that Courtney was actually the one that was really sad. Tori wasn't by her side yet again. She's, you know, the night before she gets all of her jewelry from her bottle bar collection. Now that I've got, I've got to say that was 
Courtney's actions by calling up Tori. So they hadn't spoken for five days. Mm-hmm. And so what does she do? She calls her up to and leaves her a message. And I thought, great, Courtney, this will be your chance to say, hey, look, I'm really sorry <laughs> on what went down. You know, let's sort this out. You're my best friend. I love you. That sort of stuff. Instead, pulls out the line like, you know, I've got my show tomorrow. Um, I really hope, I hope you record it at least. <laughs> yeah. Round Courtney, two. can you at least think about someone else for, I mean, fight, what you've done fight, to her? Fight round two. Yeah. Really, though, because mm. the whole fight started because she said, do you want to come to my photo shoot? And then now it's, do you want to do you want to come, come to, to the my show? premiere of the show? No? Really? <laughs> Courtney, did you not learn anything from what they you just went through and what Tori was trying to express to you, how she doesn't feel appreciated and valued? Basically, also because you're a suggestion of on your birthday, I think it'd be great if you watch me My have a photo shoot. shoot. Now, the way that I'm going to make up to you is that I'm going to invite you to watch me my first time on, you know, television. Yeah, I mean, at that point, though, when it has been, what, five, six days, you know, at that point, mm. who knows, but at least five, as yeah. they say, I mean, that's a long time to go without talking to your best friend. Mm. And it probably took a lot of guts for court to be the first one to call. And I don't know. I mean, it's your best friend. Like Courtney said in the episode, this is the night, the night before a big event like this, they would be staying up all night, having a sleepover, eating ice cream, watching some movie, you know, and drinking wine. Yeah, you know, or champagne. And, yeah. For it. Yeah. and so the tone of going into this first day and this big event for court was a lot different, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it kind of showed, I mean, we haven't seen her first day in some of these other things, but I, I think it showed and I think she felt it. Tori's absence. Mm. When I say it, I mean Tori's absence because she wasn't there and she didn't have Tori to help her pick out an outfit or to just be there while she, to be her cheerleader because mm. she doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have a boyfriend. You know, her mom lives across town in, in Fort Worth. But I mean, don't you she think, even though, as t- I mean, Courtney was saying, you know, this is kind of sad, exactly what you were saying. Oh, yeah. This is where I need it. But I was kind of like, yeah, and you put yourself in that position. I'm not feeling sorry for you at all, Courtney. Yeah. You're now going, oh, poor me. No. And you're not helping <laughs> yourself. You're not helping your own cause by then calling up your best friend and being like, come support me. You just, what you did to her, you still even are not acknowledging what you've done to her and you've hurt her. Yeah. I would, if I was Tori, I'd be like, forget about it. I Which mean, is, and I think that's why Tori, even still, yeah. come later in the episode, wasn't ready to see her yet. I mean, and, t- that night, I really think, though, Tori's, I mean, Courtney's confidence was down. She should have just had a nice slim fast, put herself to bed, (laughs) and done it that way. I mean, yes, she still needs two weeks to really see the true effects of slim fast, but I think that night she should have just had all the jewellery on, had a chocolate slim fast, and the next day her confidence, she would have felt great. She wouldn't have been worrying about looking fat and unattractive on the TV no, in that show. No, she would not have. It's fantastic. Her so. confidence would have literally been higher than her hemline. Exactly. Thank she wore you. pants. Yeah. <laughs> she wore, and I read on her blog, they were, I think they were leopard pajama pants, which I, you can't tell on the show that they are pajama pants. And maybe I'm misspeaking, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that. She wore pajama pants. Like, yes, but she rocked it. Like nobody could tell that they yep. were, did you tell on the episode? Did you guys tell? Let us know if you guys could tell if that her leopard pants that she wore on her first day of the deep broadcast that those were pajama pants. Yep. Not regular like leopard capri what cigarette pants whatever they're called, the ankle they look pants. Like, yeah. Oh. So, 
But so, so the first day. So I love how she gets there with all of her jewelry because she mm-hmm. hasn't had anybody to show this collection to. And her co-host is not at all as excited as she wants her to be. She says, well, I designed them. Be more excited. And I'm, have you, I've been there. You're like, you're supposed to. This is not the reaction I thought I was going to get. Like, I want more. Again, I think it was actually really good for Courtney. Mm-hmm. I think she has floated up into our wonderful balloons that we have there. <laughs> and she's already done her photo shoot in with the balloons. And I think she's actually, unfortunately, held on to one of those balloons as it's floated up. And she's continued with it. And someone needs to pop it. She, as we've been saying, it's exciting. She's had a lot of recent success. And it is. It's a big thing, but come back down to the level. You're now not noticing some of your best friends that you're treating them. You're certainly your, her mum even states it or a grandmother later on. Um, it's, her head's getting a little bit too big. And I think having co-hosts that are so experienced, like the other ladies, they've been doing this, Mm -hmm. you know, for a long time and for them to be, I mean, they're not really well, going to be excited. Well, I think that for the first thing, when she walks in and that's like the first thing she wants to talk about is her jewelry line, her co-hosts are trying to get ready and she's just like, that's cute, you know, and, and I'm sure she's sitting there thinking, why is she showing, like, we're trying to get ready. Yeah. Doesn't she remember that we have like a first episode to be shooting? And they all get ready and they're sitting there and I loved this. With the papers. <laughs> They took him away from her. She, but not even that. She just could not sit stare. And she's like, oh. all these veterans, these you know, they just sit there and she's, she's all professional moving statuettes. constantly. It is harder to sit still than it. you think when you're hosting. No. Uh, for me, at least. I'm always swiveling in my chair. Know, the chairs are terrible. I can't here, help You just want to kind of move with it. But but I think she ended up doing a great job. But I think mm. I think... All of the things that we talked about, being alone the night before, not having Tori there for kind of like whatever the normal celebratory rituals are. But make note, her mom and her grandma showed up. Yeah, but they're always going to show up. It's her mom. And she says that. With no exception, her mom has always, always been there. Mm. And it's not the same. I mean, as much as you love your mom or your dad or your boyfriend or husband, a friend is still irreplaceable. Yeah. And so I think, but I think hoping and still kind of having that little... Maybe Tori will show up. Maybe she'll surprise me. Kind of a feeling. And then having her be a no-show was also another kind of, a li- you know, like a letting a little more air out of that balloon, exactly. as, as we've said. And then having them take the papers away and kind of tweak her during the episode. Again, like a little bit more out. Mm. And and so I think by the end of it, when she sits down with her mom and grandma and they're asking, so where's Tori? You know, we thought she'd be sitting was, here with well, us. I thought it was interesting the way that Courtney kind of, she does, she diminishes the fight that they had. She downplays it a bit. She's like, look, we had a little argument. argument. It's like. No, it's like, this was a full-blown fight, woman. Courtney knew <laughs> that she, what she had done, she knew it wasn't right. She knew that she, yeah, she'd been a pretty much, she's been a bit, she's and her mom and called she didn't her out on it. it. Because Thank you. Yeah. Whether, whether or not, you know, she, Courtney downplayed it, but her mama knows her. Mm. And she said everything Courtney needed to hear, even though Court didn't give her hardly any information yep. as far as what, what the fight was about and what Courtney actually said yeah. to Tori. Yeah. Yeah. And her mom knew. Her mom said, my favorite thing that her mom said, I had to write this down. Mm. Oh, I didn't write it down. I lied. I wrote Mama Ro knows best. It was that much I of said, a favorite her thing. Courtney just wrote his it was, I wrote I wrote down what Courtney, my favorite thing Courtney said, yeah. uh, which I'll, I'll say later. Oh, 
I'm not embarrassed, guys. No. Uh, so, but but what she was saying about, you know, your friends are the ones that last. Yeah. You know, the jobs will come and go, and that's true. And and Court says later, the fashion comes and goes, and and for fashion to be her safe place and the place that she kind of turns to, she you know she talks about her dad leaving. A Louis Vuitton gets her through it. Her boyfriend breaks up for, with her. A shopping spree cures it. You know, the the broken heart. Mm. So, for her to. To always use fashion as sort of her outlet well, for, or escape. For Courtney, it's her coping mechanism. I mean, some yeah. people use alcohol, other people use drugs. I mean, you know, and mm-hmm. honestly, unfortunately, we're not saying Courtney's in that extent, but it does become people become addicted to shopping and they literally they become addicted to that endorphin yeah. and the adrenaline rush that they get by purchasing, simply purchasing. It feels good. Unfortunately, it's short-lived. Because, you know, once she wears it or has it, then she's got to get the next thing. She needs that. The more emotional in situations that she comes across, she constantly needs to suppress it. So, yeah, I mean, to an extent, a lot of girls and some guys do it all the time. You know, you're feeling down and so you go buy something, you feel better. Heck yes. Courtney takes it probably to a different level than most of us does. Um, But it's her job at the same time because... She, I mean, she's been able to make a living and make a career and job for herself using what she loves. And so as ridiculous as it might be to some, mm. you know, with the photo shoot and stuff. Now, maybe that day and working with that f- photographer could have waited. Mm. But it really is her job to have these photo shoots and to get her name out there and to put these outfits together and to have the latest and greatest, you know, on some level. I mean, that mm. really is the job she's created for herself. So... I mean, it's ridiculous to some, but I mean, I totally get it. If well, she's I could just do fortunate that, she's found something that she yeah. absolutely loves and is an obsession for her. Yeah. It also covers a lot of bases internally, you know, emotional issues that she faces outside of it. But yeah. she can now, she actually gets paid for it. So it's free therapy. Yeah, good. On her. <laughs> exactly. She's getting paid, she's getting paid to, to have to therapy. Do therapy. So well done. I really Courtney. gotta look into this. Yeah, but the, I'll say now the quote that I did write down. Yeah, it was Courtney said it. If the dreams you have don't scare you mm. a little bit, they're probably not big enough. Yeah, and I just loved that because mm. it's a, it's true. You know, if if we're not dreaming outside of our comfort zone, then our it's not. I don't really think it's even dreaming. Yeah. I think it's just your reality and the life that you live. You know what I mean? You like, want something. If my dream is to have mm. a cup of coffee today, well, by golly, I can make that happen. Mm. You know? But I, but if I want to go skydiving, and that's not something that I usually would ever do because I'm afraid of heights or I'm this or that, and I am able to conquer that, you know, that's, you know, moving above and beyond. Mm. And Courtney's doing that, hosting. And, that, I mean, and that's where she said it was at the deep broadcast. And I love that. I love that thought that she is always pushing herself, Mm. always looking for something, always, I don't want to say dissatisfied, but, you know, just always hungry for bigger, better, the next thing to keep the career going. And that's where, with her conversation with her mom, she got a little bit, uh, you know, her mom says, do you get too focused on things? And Mm. when you get focused on things, the friendships are what kind of suffer. And just reiterating the message again that she said that jobs will come and go. And they will. There's no no profession more so than the entertainment industry, as we know, <laughs> where jobs yes. will literally come and go. One minute she's hosting that show tomorrow, God, she could be off that show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the fact that Tori, though, that girl, she's 
you've, you know, for that long of friendship, you can't just waste it over something because you've got a couple of new jobs. You're feeling pretty good. Yeah. And, and so we see Mm. Courtney decides to go to meet them for drinks, the girls, the four girls and, or the three and, you know, fourth, including Courtney. So, I, I couldn't really tell who set that up. If Court asked them I to think set it was that Katie, up, possibly. if Katie just yep. sort of was like, "All right, guys, I'm over this. It's you know, it's time to make up, put our little foursome back together, and just be friends. Mm. It's just it's time, you know." And so whoever set it up, Courtney goes. She has her present for Tori, and I won't lie. I actually thought that things were going to get worse before they got better because. Tori, when they were at drinks, uh, however many days before, mm-hmm. makes the comment, you know, I'm not ready to see her yet because I won't be able to control myself. Yeah. So I really thought things, things were going to get, get worse. Crazy. Even worse, mm-hmm. you know, even worse than the beginning. And especially then Courtney sits down and she, it's mm-hmm. it's just instantly, oh, look at your hair. And, you know, it's straightened and the outfit. And, and Tori's just, I mean, you saw her in her face. She's just yeah. like, what are you doing, Courtney? She wouldn't even look at her. I don't I don't want to do this. I'm not, you know. Yeah. But I thought it was good, the fact that they did show when she was preparing the present for her. And Courtney said it. She said, maybe I have been, you know, narcissistic yes. a little bit too much. And maybe I have been a little bit too vain. And they were her words. She said it. Maybe. So <laughs> just maybe. Finally, the penny did drop, and yes. you know whether it did. Balloon deflated. It does, <laughs> it does sometimes take close family friends in the uh, in her case, her grandma and her mother to come who know her the best so, from an outside yeah. perception and say, "Hey, Courtney, what you're doing isn't right." You know, Tori is there, has always had your back. You've got to go and apologize. And she knew that, and I think she mm. she kind of knew that all along. But it it takes hearing it, you know, from a, a like you said, a close friend or a parent, to really be like, okay, you know, because her mom said it right. Don't let your pride get in the way. And how I mean, so many times that we do let our pride get in the way, and mm. it ruins really good things in our lives because we're just not willing to say I'm sorry, yeah. or we're not willing to say I messed up, or we're not willing to say, you know. I can do better next time. Mm. You know, like, like I'll take this failure and I'm going to learn and I'm going to build on it. And if we don't do that, then we're just left with our ego and we're going to bed alone with 12 pieces of jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, she is. Admittedly, sometimes, though, when you do experience new things like that and it's completely out of your comfort zone, which, as we mm-hmm. said, I mean, I'll definitely give it to the girl as we've spoken all this whole season. She certainly isn't one for not to back down to a challenge anything new she will come at it and she go yeah full force something different i will take it i maybe have no experience in it but i'm gonna go for it but the problem with that though she's still when you're in such a new situation yeah you're not as confident and unfortunately it can also come across and show in other areas where you're feeling less secure about yourself so as you were saying you're less likely then to say yep i was wrong or yes i you know I failed on that or I mucked that one up. And that's exactly what happened with Tori. She bore their friendship was exactly that was like, I'm too insecure at the moment, you know, too fragile to just be like, yeah, you're right. I did, you know, muck that up because I want to be showing that I can do everything well. Yeah. And that friendship, that takes me back really quick to Mm. the photo shoot. Cause we see after the fight, you know, the photographer asks, you know, do you need a couple minutes? And Court's just like, no, let's get back to work. You know, I can do this. I'm yeah. that fired me up. I'm ready to go. And they move on to the raw natural. 
and she's in you know in the bed with the comforter and it's just her and this beautiful white comforter and these photos you know mm. are just super raw and just fresh and beautiful and at one point she says you know I'm about to cry or I'm starting to cry. I, I don't even know why. And I'm thinking, girl, it's because you just got in the biggest fight of your life with your best friend. But I just thought those I would love to see those photos mm. because they're going to be so beautiful, full of so much emotion. Mm. And I just had to bring that up because it ties back to the end of the episode where she's also in white and... I love and I love I love the whole episode <laughs> figuring out what on earth do I wear to apologize to someone? Can't wear red. I you can't had wear leopard. No idea. Can't wear so black. much goes into you that. Need to wear white because I surrender. You can't. You can't wear the colors they look best in. Yeah. Along with red, white, leopard, you know, any neutrals. Probably. I'm never going to think twice. Every time I now I go to my closet and depending on the occasion, I'm like. Ooh, shall we wearing that? Why? Okay, do I need to apologize to anybody? Or so, right. okay, so when she said that, my first thought was, "Well, you wear a wedding dress that's white. Is that surrender?" <laughs> well, so I kind of like you're surrendering to him. Well, but uh, I don't, like, I don't no. like that as much. No. So pure holy, we like that. But that yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but it was just funny because so she wears the white, and I mm. just I love that connection from the beginning with the the emotions and the tears and the white to the end of the episode where she goes in and she's in the white. And once they get past that awkward moment of, mm. okay, Courtney's here. I didn't know she was going to be here. I'm not ready for her to be here. I have to say this. And she opens up and she gets super vulnerable into the apology. Although I will say something quickly, that apology, I kind of, it felt too rehearsed. Whatever. Oh, I had tears, girl. I know. I really did. I really did. I didn't think I got more emotion from them fighting the week before than from that apology. I was like, "Mm, Courtney, Mm. I'm not feeling it. Really? Yeah. I really thought she was really vulnerable and she, I really thought she was sincere and that with the gift, for me, the gift sealed the deal. Mm. Because as soon as she started pulling, and I could tell it was a canvas, I knew exactly what it was. And I think it's so great because I don't remember if Courtney said it on air or not, but when she Mm. was in the studio with us, she talked about how she has the picture of the four girls in front of Prada Marfa on a canvas in front of her house or like where you can see it from her front door or something. Yeah. And that's the same canvas that she gave to Tori. So to me, it was sort of like BFF photos, which I thought, which just kind of was even more. Mm. But just to hear Courtney realize the person who escapes all things with fashion, who's built this life on fashion to say fashion will come and go, but my relationships are the things that stay, and how... But, what, what, but fashion, then, in that case, is is holding them together. No? What do you mean? Well, you say friendships will come and go. I mean, fashion will come and go, but the photo and things like that, it's all signifying, draws back into the whole fashion but trip. The but fashion, that's a memory. That's a me- I mean, it's, but again, it's, it's a road fashion, trip and it's... Which is fine, but that's... Yeah. that's Courtney, she's always gonna, and Tori's accepted that. She's just oh, yeah. pushed the line way too much. But no, I wouldn't say that fashion's ever gonna come and go for Courtney. No, Unfortunately, you have to sometimes be second life. place with it. And the thing, the thing that I also loved was when she said that none of them have ever let her down, and they've always been for her. And that clearly, you know, this was her, as you said, muck up, which mm. I love. That this is her version, that she messed up, that she let them down. Yeah. And 
I I do wish it had been a little bit more just geared towards just Tori. I mean, there were parts of it that were, but she was just kind of talking to them as a whole. Which That's what I mean too by the apology. It was. I mean, she. I know Tori wouldn't have seen her individually, so she needed to use the other girls. It had to and, be there. and she wanted to apologize to them because she's treated them. We haven't really seen the relationship between her and Katie and what's going on with the other two, but it just didn't. Yeah, it was like a group. Again, the spotlight was on Courtney, and she wanted to like apologize to a crowd. Well, but I think they deserved an apology too, and I think mm. even though she didn't get in the verbal fight with them, I think she realized. That she's let them down too. Yeah. And so she needed to apologize to them also. But I mean, Tori really was the one. Yeah. But I did. I totally, I got teary eyed. I would, we, I would love to know what y'all thought about that. And <laughs> did you, did you think it was, did you think it was kind of candid and sincere? Do you think it was rehearsed for the cameras and it was just to sort of end the whole season on a very happy, friendly, loving note, bringing them back together. What do you guys think? Mm. Tweet us at AfterBuzzTV. You can tweet me at C-O-U-H-E-N. You can tweet me at Host McGrath. And let us know, guys. Or comment also down below on our YouTube. Yes, let us know. And go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can download uh, this episode and any of the others from our show or any of the other AfterBuzz shows. Just rate it. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't, because we love getting your feedback and knowing what we're doing right and what we're not so that we can always just make it better. And on that note, I want to move into the news and gossip. I think that is very appropriate. Thank you. TV news. I want it. <laughs> Ready? All right, yes. Announce we have to it. toast because uh, now probably about two hours ago, Courtney Kerr herself posted an Instagram video announcing that they got a season two. So cheers. We are very impressed, Courtney. I mean, that was something that we spoke about when you dropped in to studio and, you know, at the time she knew. You know she knew. She was doing another one us when, when we talked about her and we said, when you had the first season, you couldn't tell any or other. For six months. So I'm wondering cast how long members. she's known. God. I really am. Now I feel like we were the cast members from, you know, myself. <laughs> we're like, really? Are you going to tell us? She's like, I don't know. She knew the whole time. The whole, I bet she knew. I so bet she knew the whole time. fans of Courtney Loves Dallas, you are guys in luck because it is now season two. She's coming back. Predictions, Courtney? I think that, I think it might be an hour. I think a lot of people requested that, and I yep. think that because they're going with the season two, I think they might give it an hour because they'll be able to fit more in and kind of not have like half stories where, for instance, like the Matt issue goes on for like three episodes. It can just be in and out in an episode or two. Yeah. And, and just get more of her life in it. I also think that the little mister that she talked about, mm-hmm. that she found someone and is very happy that... We might see some appearances from him. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I would love to see that. I hope we see her dog. <gasps> yes, I fancy. See dog she loves that puppy. Oh, my goodness. So I think the dog should make an appearance. Yes. Um, what about Tori? What do you think about Tori? I hope we see more of Tori. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that it becomes, while it is Courtney Loves Dallas, I hope that we get a little bit more of a Tori storyline uh, separate from Courtney, where mm-hmm. we get maybe a little bit more... She has a jewelry company, All the Wire, with her sister. I would love to see 
some of that in the show and and her personality and her creative side because her she clearly has one. What about Tori? Who's she dating? Yeah, who is Tori dating? Mm. We should have asked Courtney that. There's some gossip <laughs> for you guys. So, and then I also want to bring up because it's because I wonder if this isn't part of the bigger and better that we'll also maybe get to see with a second season because Courtney has been a very busy girl. She is doing a Skimpy Mixers campaign right now. Mm-hmm. She w- is in the new This Month Elle magazine for the Women of Television um, Crest 3D, 3D White, White campaign. campaign. Mm-hmm. And she is going to be, as she announced on D broadcast, they've been syndicated all through the state of Texas. So it's not just Dallas anymore. So she's got a lot going on. And that's just what she's been doing right now. Now with the first season of Corny Loves Dallas behind her, a little bit maybe more notoriety and awareness for both Fancy and the Pitbull awareness and having them not necessarily just be these, you know, rough and tough dogs. And then also she wants to get more involved with the cancer awareness. You know, I'm really excited. I hope we get to see some of that, she said, in May. So hopefully they'll be filming by then and we'll get to see some of the stuff that she's doing on behalf of cancer awareness with skin cancer awareness with her mom. And... And yeah, what about you? What do you want to see or what do you think? I think I want to see more outside. Exactly. I want to see more of Tori. I want to see more of her friendship circle. Um, and yes, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more drama involved and all. But I think most importantly, it's great to see that Courtney has, we've all followed her through it all. In one year, she left her job. She's got her fashion line. And we want to, we want to see now where it is today. I think. I hope, but I think that in, in season two, we might actually get to see Courtney have it all, which is kind of what the whole show is premised on because she has the man. Are we, are she we has thinking a job. marriage? I don't know. Wedding? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Cause she said they met in the fall, so that might be a little quick. But, but I just mean as far as she's got a great man, she's yeah. got a great job, it's a lot more stable. By then, you know, the relationship will be a lot more stable, assuming, you know, fingers crossed again that mm. they're still happily together. She'll have a better grasp on balancing friendship with work life. Uh, potentially, she has a dog, potentially, a new place. or it could be just an absolute Courtney fashionable though mess. Well, I hope not. I I see big things. I'm very excited. Yes. So certainly am. Let us know what you guys think. What do you guys want to see on season two? Uh, do you think that? There will be an hour-long episode. Do you think it'll stay a half an hour? Do you think we'll see more Tori? Uh, we would love to know what what you guys think. And also to join us again for Season 2 because we'll definitely be back when that airs. They haven't announced when it will go on yet. So uh, we just want to say one more congrats for them getting a Season 2. It's been really fun to watch them and talk to you guys and just... Have have this whole Courtney Loves Dallas experience kind of all together. So thank you so much for joining us. We've absolutely loved having you guys. And we will see you next season. Stay tuned, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 